0: podcasts from the cat. Now if you've been in a uh, farm shop uh, you can't fail to um, uh, certainly locally can't fail to spot Mrs Darlington's jam they've got the lovely labelling little jars and stuff like that so uh, we're going to speak to Sarah um a little bit about the business itself but more about um how things have gone on in uh, the last year really bre- in, uh, brexit bits and bobs like that sarah good morning good morning dave how in the world is everything at darlington's jams this morning
1: well it's all better for having for having speak been be talking to you dave obviously and uh, nice to have seen some sunshine this weekend after <laughs> sure like everybody else we're a bit sick of the wet weather so uh, good
0: to have some sun oh that's a lovely thing to say thank you very much indeed and it's a pleasure to speak to you always is always is to get the latest news from um, from the jam factory there now for people who um, like I was just saying in the the intro that Your products will have been visible in many farm shops and outlets throughout the area. Just give us a very brief backstory about um, how it all started. Um, It was with your mum, wasn't it? Was that Marion?
1: That's right, Dave. That's my mum, Marion Darlington, who's who's the original Mrs Darlington. And it was my mum and dad, Marion and Tom that had a poultry farm at Shavington in between Crewe and Nantwich. Yep. And they had too many cracked eggs. So my mum's always been a fantastic cook. So my dad encouraged her to use some of the cracked eggs that we couldn't sell to make her legendary lemon curd. Wow. Um, something that as children we were very fortunate to grow up with. Um And that's how literally how it started. But, I mean, in the, in the early days, my sister and I were literally collecting the jam jars from our local brownie pack where well, we were brownies. And we were selling maybe 25 or 50 jars a week. And it was just to the local shops and crew where mum delivered the eggs. But uh, very quickly, the fame of mum's lemon curd spread. Indeed, uh, and dad, indeed and, and And dad converted <laughs> some of the farm buildings um, into a kitchen for mum. And some of the ladies from the village that helped us collect the eggs stayed on and made lemon curd and then jam. Um, and it literally started from there. But that's over 30 years ago now so okay. and is your mu- is
0: your mum keeping well is she okay
1: She's not too bad, Dave. She's just had a short stay in hospital, unfortunately, with a problem with her knee, oh. but uh, she's she's back out of hospital now, so uh,
0: oh. hopefully on the road to recovery. Well, we wish her well from everybody at the CAT. Now, the oh. last um, 12, 14 months has been tumultuous, to say the least, for everybody. Yeah, w- absolutely. What's been the major impact at Mrs Darlington's? What, what's been the one thing the, where you think, oh, we've had to change or we've had to adapt?
1: We've had to actually change a lot because we've been so busy. And, and, you know, I always say that, mindful of those businesses that haven't been busy. Um, And initially, we had no idea how it would impact on us because quite a few of our shops closed, the garden centres in the first lockdown closed. Hard to remember that far back now. Um, And we were worried for a few weeks, but then all of a sudden, it just across so not quite in the same league as flour and pasta but not far behind that yeah i think a lot of people were at home baking and buying jam and people were eating breakfast and at home and making sandwiches at home and using chutney and all of a sudden we saw this massive increase in in demand so trying to keep up with that whilst keeping everyone that works here safe because obviously that was a priority as well making sure that we you know everyone felt comfortable doing their jobs and Socially yep. distancing, um, but yeah. So we we've um, we've up production probably about forty really? percent at the beginning of the pandemic. Wow. So yeah, and I didn't think we were we were slacking before. So <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> quite
1: quite tiring year. We worked very hard here. We're very I'm very proud of how was pulled together for
0: me. It's a success story, definitely. Yeah. Th- some of the things that you've had to adapt, then, are they? are they looking like being permanent changes? Are they, you know... Yeah, there's, there's I think a, there's so a... now. I
1: mean, for a long time, he mm. said, oh, you know, it might be quiet by Christmas. It wasn't quiet by Christmas. Then we thought, well, maybe when we get into this year and things hopefully will have improved, which sadly they haven't totally improved yet. Um, but I, I, although it's maybe calmed down a little bit if you compare this year, this month to last, the same time last year, um, it hasn't gone back a lot, so I think some of the things that we've got used to over the last 12 months were are here to stay right um, so, and yeah, how, how about how about the
0: business itself has that meant more investment have you had to invest in more machinery yeah. that kind of thing
1: yeah unfortunately some of our poor machinery was already a little bit old um I had such a lot of pressure put on it it gave up the ghost oh. so we've had a new filling machine. Um, and we're trying to upgrade all the, the kitchen area where we make the jam. So yes, we, we have had to invest because we can't afford to slow down. We can't afford any breakdowns because there's just such a demand all the time. Got
0: you. So now the yeah. raw, the raw materials that you use in the jam, uh, all the fruits, yeah. that kind of thing, uh, lemons for your lemon curd. W- yes. What's been the supply chain problem on that side of things?
1: That's actually been quite tricky and thats I don't think is connected to the pandemic. It's not COVID related. Some things are a little bit to do with that. But the majority of the issues have been to do with Brexit um, and the logistical issues we face because of transport problems and all the new paperwork that we've had to fill out to bring things in um and also even the Suez crisis it was a nightmare you wouldn't believe how one ship could cause that <laughs> much trouble
0: cuz uh, i, I reckon i reckon you um i reckon we don't grow many lemons in the uk do we really
1: no or several oranges there's lots of problems like, like chilies yeah. and ginger they're just not they're just not ingredients that are uh uh you know supplied from the uk so i do have to bring them in and obviously it only takes one ingredient to be sure, and I can't make that product.
0: Of course. So, of course. you know,
1: you, c- you can have nine out of the ten ingredients, but if I don't have the tenth one, I can't
0: make you, it. You can't make so it. So,
1: we've, we've struggled a little bit. We've always just about managed to get there, but, you know, it has been, it has been interesting on the buying front of late. Oh and, and we've had the biggest problem we've had is cardboard. Really? Um, which a lot of people are now calling brown gold. Because <sighs> wow. so many, oh, so many orders. You think of all the mail orders, and I'm not going to name them on air, but the big companies that send out those lovely brown boxes. Yeah. Uh, that multinational company bought up all the cardboard in Europe <gasps>
0: pre-Christmas. So you've got uh, the product, but you can't ship and pack you it. You haven't got the box. Oh, my Lord. In. I tell you what, so, I tell you what, my <laughs> garden shed's full of about 50. You can have some <laughs> of them if you want. <laughs> Do
1: you know, it's got to that, and, and now we can't buy pallets, Dave. Oh, no. no. available. So we're really fighting. Uh, the suppliers have been brilliant. We've just about made it the whole time, but it's been stressful on occasion.
0: Right. Well, I'm listeners, if, you, the, if you've got a pallet pressure. at the back of your shed, <laughs> send them down to <laughs> send them I'm down to, get to, get to sell it because they're, very, they're, really,
1: they're a big, short supply. Is moment.
0: it? Is it really? Yeah. Um, now then, you mentioned the boom in home uh, cooking, and that's your direct-to-consumer supply. What about yeah. the uh, your network of... Um, Uh, people who stock the jams. Yeah, Yeah, they've
1: increased. We've had so many new uh, trade inquiries from new shops in villages and from new farm shops. And I'm so pleased for them because it it was so scary to see the decline of the high street over the last 10 years and the decline of the independent retailer against the big supermarkets. But in one way, this pandemic has maybe a positive, that if you can find any positive to what's happened, um, has been that it's, there's been a resurgence in people using the smaller shops yeah. and lo- shopping locally. And obviously we're so blessed with Korea to have so many nice independent retailers anyway. Um, but that's been replicated across the country. Um, and I think people have realised that actually it's a nicer experience and you're supporting local businesses to shop locally. Sure. Did you, one, did you have to? That's come out did, of did
0: you have to support them in terms of giving them a little bit of extended credit to pay? Was that kind of support on offer?
1: Um, that wasn't something that was asked of us, to be honest, Dave. It's not. It's not something because I think they are actually been the busiest they've ever been. So I don't think the cash flow was an issue for them. But, um, I think the biggest problem has just been getting it to them.
0: Sure. Now then, you. You donned the uh, the makeup and everything like that. You went into the TV studios. How cool was working with James Martin?
1: Well, sadly, Dave, because of the wretched pandemic, I didn't go into the TV studio or actually had to I had to do my makeup myself. Oh <laughs> and no! I couldn't, I couldn't have a glass of wine with Mister Martin, as oh. much as I would love to have done. <sighs> so it was filmed in my kitchen on my phone. Oh,
0: was it? And what did you bake? What did you do?
1: Uh, he actually did the baking. He just chatted to me about the history of Mrs Darlington's and our legendary lemon curd. Oh, right. Um, and he, he made some um, lemon meringue tarts using the lemon curd as the base.
0: Oh, wow. And well, That
1: was quite an experience to be
0: on national TV on a Saturday morning. It was. Just out of curiosity, I was chatting to the listeners before about the process of what went on. Did the TV company contact you?
1: Yes, they did. We oh. had no idea. Totally out of the blue. Right. Um, we just got a phone call saying, "We'd like to include you in the next series. Would you like to do it?" Yes, please." <laughs> wow uh, and then and then we had a uh, like a screen test, if you like, where they filmed me to make sure I wasn't a blithering idiot um, <laughs> uh, and, and, and managed to talk coherently um, and then they literally arranged a time and did it on my phone, which is a little bit nerve-wracking. Um, but it obviously came across okay, I think, and um, it was fantastic. James is such a supporter of um, businesses, and he genuinely does it because he wants to help, and it's such a nice thing that he does. Lovely. Because we've talked to actually other businesses that have been on the program because we sort of chat to each other, um, and everyone you know can't praise him enough because what he does for small businesses is brilliant, brilliant, really, really helpful.
0: And you were on Steph's packed lunch as well.
1: The same week, I mean, that was. What a coincidence!
0: <laughs> um, I had to lie down in a dark room by the end of the week. <laughs> That's overexposure, <you>, that Sarah. <laughs> if you're not careful and after those two shows, then I'm, I'm guessing there was a huge spike in in demand. Uh, people were ringing yeah. the phone off the hook, were they?
1: Well, we, we knew it was going to be on a Saturday morning with James Martin, so we decided to come into work because we had an inkling that there might be a few mail orders. Yep. And we normally, at the time, would have had, say, 40 orders over a weekend, and we had 450. Wow! <laughs> uh, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we worked all day on Saturday, and uh, there's a little bing that goes on the computer when an order comes in. Yeah. And uh, it was non-stop. It was literally going bing, 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 bing. So uh, it calmed down in the afternoon, thankfully. I was starting to panic about how we pack all these boxes up. But we okay, did, well, just, we well, now
0: now you're here. a celebrity. What <laughs> um, what plans have we got for Mrs. Darlington? What's what's the next thing on the horizon?
1: Well, we're trying to um, do some new products. We're trying because last year was just too difficult to do anything new. So we're always trying to think of new ideas. So we're We're doing some work on some new Christmas lines, um, and we we might even introduce a new curd into the range of curds. We've been asked quite a few years for a ginger curd, so we we made that last week, Paul made that for me here, and uh, it was really lovely. So we've just got to tweak it a bit. We don't put these recipes out until we're absolutely sure that they're 100% perfect. Right. But um, that's something that people can look out for maybe next year, Mm. is uh, a new curd, Mm. and we also made a tangerine
0: marmalade with vodka, and that was Christmas one. Sarah, so, do, do you have any vacancies in the testing department? Because <laughs> I'd volunteer as a guinea pig any day of the week. <laughs>
1: I'll take you up on that time, Dave, absolutely. we get a bit tired of trying to test chutney at, you know, eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, well, um, I could help you we'll out. <laughs>
0: I could definitely help you out, don't you worry. Sarah, it's been a pleasure speaking to you, and absolutely, you are a beacon um for success in our part of the world absolute Thank wonderful you, backstory as well and always the delight to speak to you and oh, my uh,
1: pleasure dave uh, well I, we're only a success because of the great people that work with us so um, very proud to be part of the, of the team at mrs darlington oh,
0: and she says the right things as well doesn't she she's wonderful <laughs> uh we've got a tune to play her out uh we found will young for you
1: Thank you very much. It's uh, uh, my favorite at the moment. I love it when it comes on the
0: radio. Well, it's coming on right now. Sarah Darlington, thank you so much for your time and like I say we wish uh, Mrs Darlington and your mum a speedy recovery. Uh, thank pass you our though. best wishes on to Marion. I will. All right, we'll catch you soon. Thank you. Thanks okay. Sarah. Ta-ra. Go to dot. This is the for more podcasts, some more ways to listen.